everybody. Thanks for joining today. This little mini workshop to cleanse your mindset, find your flow. I am so thrilled today to have Teresa on. She is such a wonderful human being. You guys are going to love her. So Teresa is a certified mental performance consultant and co-owner of Summit Performance Consulting. She works as a mental performance coach. And so she inspires and empowers individuals to unlock their true potential and become limitless in their performance by mastering their mindsets. So she was a two-time All-American lacrosse player at Westchester University. She totally understands the need for mental toughness in performance and, and grit to reach the next level. And she works with everyone, guys. So whether it's a high-performing athlete, entrepreneur, parent, teenager, mom, whoever, everybody could use help improving their mindset and improving their performance. And she's got your back. Um, so I'm going to let her join. I want everybody to give her a hand. Yeah. I made it. I made it. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. So we've got a couple people hopping on. Um, I know everyone is so excited. Thank you so much for coming on here today. I am so excited. We're finally able to do this. I feel like we've yeah. had so many conversations just like personally and professionally that like we really align and I was super excited <laughs> to get on tonight. Me too. And you have some really cool programs that I want you to talk about at the end, guys. So if you want to work with Teresa, there are so many ways to do it. So stay tuned. Um, but because this is an interactive mini workshop, we'll give people like another 30 seconds minute sure. to trickle in. Yeah. And so in the meantime, can you tell us a little bit about how you define flow? Because I think it's such a popular topic, but I think a lot of us don't really get it and feel like it's not accessible to us unless we like go on a 10 mile run. True. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really know what flow is or what flow state is. I mean, even when Emily and I, who's my business partner, I saw she just joined. Hi, Emily. Um, when we talk about it, we forget that not many people know what it is. But when we explain it, they're like, oh, yeah, like, that's yeah. makes sense. So flow, like if you've ever experienced like that runner's high or being completely in the zone, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about flow. And the definition of it and why it's so powerful is because it's this sense of complete unconsciousness, but focused attention. And when you're in flow or in the zone, it's like a sense of effortlessness. So your movements feel perfect and completely aligned in space. And that's why it's so powerful because you're doing exactly what you were meant to do or everything's coming together perfectly. And not many people realize, you don't realize what it is, I should say, in the moment. Um, you realize it hindsight. And that's why sometimes it's so hard to get into because we don't know what occurs, right? Yeah. We, only, we only know that went after the fact. And so that's why our preparation 
is so important to experience that flow state. And we're hardwired to experience it. And we can actually change our brain chemistry with our patterns and our routines and the way we set ourselves up in any task. So whether that's in um, an athletic performance or if you're an artist and you want to get in that flow or, you know, a meeting and you have a presentation, it can be experienced for, for anyone. And that's really what we talk about with this like elite performance is that experience of flow state because you're you're operating at your absolute best on demand too that's what i love so you guys have and i want you to talk about this in a minute like a five-week program to help people do this right yes yes so we uh, created a pro what's we can talk about that but yes we've created a program <laughs> to help you set up your habits or we call it like hack your habits to experience flow whenever you want, right? So, I mean, I work multiple jobs. I have a full-time job. I run our business. I help run our business. And so I'm constantly transitioning and need to be completely present in a task on demand. Um, my business partner, Emily, is a mom. And so she has 20 to 30 minutes of time where she needs to sit down and maybe write content or work with a client. And so that flow is so important. Um, or maybe it's at the end of the day and you just want to be in a complete blank state of mind and just relax. And that is flow too. And so it really applies to anybody. I love this. So guys, like there's a, a big, <laughs> there's a method to this. There's a lot that you need to do to master it. Right. And so this is why there's you guys have created this five week program. But I want to invite everybody who's watching just for a moment. Right. And if you're in a safe space, right, not if you're driving, this will be recorded. So don't watch this if you're driving. Um, but I want to invite everybody into a little just like one minute meditative exercise if you guys are up for it. So if you're at home, just find a place, kind of let your body settle into a comfortable position. You can close your eyes if it's more comfortable for you. But I just want everybody to take a nice, easy, deep breath in and slowly let it out. And I want you to think about a time, and maybe it was when you were a kid, when you were completely lost in the moment, completely enjoying yourself, so to the point where you just lost track of space. It may have been when you were looking at your puppy or a baby. Walk in your favorite spot in the woods and just noticing the way the light hit certain trees. Whatever that moment was for you, I want you to breathe that in. And focus on being fully there. Be back in your body in that time and space and see through those same eyes. And I want you to think about as you gently breathe in and gently breathe out, what do you see in that moment when you were in complete flow, just lost in the bliss of the moment? Think about what you hear. How the air might feel on your skin, the temperature, any smell in your environment. 
Allow air to naturally fill your lungs and allow your lungs to naturally empty. And as you breathe air back in from this moment, you can arrive back here, February 3rd, 2021, back in your body <laughs> with that memory. And so I want you guys to know, you can call on memories like this and do these powerful breathing or visualizing exercises to remind yourself what it's like to be in flow. And though that is a powerful anchor for a lot of people. And again, like all of us have experienced these moments where we got lost. But Teresa, you have some more science behind this and resiliency and stress. And so I want to hand it over to you. Um, and guys, chat, let us know if this is helpful for you. Thanks, Emily. Yeah. Uh, if you want us to do more things, because we've got a couple more exercises for you coming up. Yeah. I mean, what we just did right there, I mean, imagery, you know, and visualization is great in so many ways. Like I talk about it as like the magic skill because we can use it in so many different ways. Meditation is so powerful with keeping, bringing us to the present and training our brain to do that. Visualization and imagery, the same thing. It helps us boost our confidence, um, reflect on times of flow and being in the zone. And a big part of that, I mean, something that I thought of was, you know, a, a business pitch that Emily and I did. And the reason we felt so confident and I could bring back that image so vividly um, and why it was successful is the way that we prepared and we handled our nerves beforehand and we set ourselves up for success. Um, so that's huge. Um, and in any moments, you know, we're speaking about moving into talking about stress and building resiliency um, with, with, with feeling stress or the stressors that we encounter. I mean, every day they're unavoidable, right? We were just talking about, you know, you're seeing a lot of clients that are coming in really stressed and high anxiety and low mood and our day to day. I mean, we experience that. And if we don't know how to effectively handle that, then we're going to feed into things that are unhealthy, unproductive, um, and that aren't intentional to our purpose and what we want to do. Um, and that's the truth of it. And it's, it's not a good or it's not a bad thing, but it's becoming self-aware of what serves me. And if it's not serving me, how do I need to shift? As simple as so that. So what, if you guys at home, I have a little notebook here. So again, not if you're driving, but if you're home and you're watching, Grab a notebook and write down some of these prompts because these this can be a helpful thing to really center and focus on. So you you mentioned um, you said what really serves me. Um, so that's a prompt that you guys can write down and work through. When you say that, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. So in terms of what's helpful or hurtful. So if we're talking about thoughts in our head or um, scrolling through Instagram or social media, and then you realize you're 30 minutes into a deep hole and you're, and it's midnight 
right? And you know you have to wake up at 6 a.m. the next day and you're not getting a full eight hours of sleep. Is that helpful or hurtful? Is that serving me? Um, am I getting lost in comparisons or um, the stress of the news or, um, you know, what another athlete is doing and I'm not? Things like that, right? Um, so what's motivating me? What's inspiring me? And if it's not, what do I need to do to change? Um, and there's an exercise we'll do kind of at the end to, to better um, understand that question. But that's just a, a simple example um, with that question. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I love that. So perfect. And we'll do another exercise, guys. So stay tuned. Mm -hmm. um, send this to people, by the way, when it's done, like, please send this to the people in your life that you know are stressed out, who need a little more calm added to their lives. Because I think that's all of us right now. Yeah. Um, a lot of us are feeling a lot of emotions, and we don't know what to do with them. And that's why we did this mini workshop for you. So perfect. So let's talk about resiliency and stress. Yes, huge. Um, and this might blow your mind a little bit. I mean, I know you know this, Kate, but um, stress has a purpose. And when we're caught up in our day-to-day -day transitions and um, just stressors, right, we tend to lose sight of the actual purpose. And I don't know how many of you in the audience um, but you can do like a little hand raise or thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, how many of you think, like when you think of stress, your immediate thought is something negative or you jump and you react to it, right? I mean, I do it too, um, especially when I don't take space to understand what that stressor is the purpose of it or what, what it's bringing to me. And so stress is not necessarily good or bad. It's just what's helpful or what hurt, what hurt, what hurts us, and it's all our perception of it. So, from your sense of a medical, like a medical professional, stress is just an activator, right? Yeah. It activates our heart rate. It activates our breathing rate. It activates our sweat response. Um, our our belly breathing and the butterflies that we feel, right? And things like fear and stress and anger do that, but also excitement and joy and success and celebration and happiness can do the same thing. And it's just all about how we perceive it. Um, so Emily just commented, space is grace. I was getting there. Um, it's, a, it's just a great little self-talk reminder, space is grace, when you need to take time before the stimulus or the stressor and your response. So when we react, we're not taking that space and we're reacting with something that's unplanned or unproductive and unintentional. But when we take that space, we're allowing ourselves to respond intentionally and with purpose. And that purpose is to help us build that resiliency like you mentioned. Um, and stressors that we face every day, I'm sure you experience over and over, right? I hope not, but being late to work, stressed with getting kids ready to ready for school, not going um, down for bed, um, the stress of maybe your coach having a bad day and yelling at you or getting a bad grade on a test, whatever it may be, we experience those day to day. And so when we take a step back 
and learn how to respond effectively. Um, so that can be by focusing on our breath. Our breath is huge. So just that, you know, minute to two minute meditation we did right there in the beginning is huge. Taking a mindful pause between those transition, that space. Um, that's one really good way to allow that space before we res respond. And then another way too is seeing obstacles or that stress because stress is an obstacle. It's adversity as an opportunity to learn and grow. Um, and we call that a challenge mindset. And so instead of viewing it, viewing stress as, you know, why is this happening to me? Or um, this is happening to me, viewing it as this is happening for me. And mm -hmm. that pushes me to then say, okay, well, why is this happening for me? It's teaching me to seek out um, better solutions or be more open-minded to a, a different perspective. And it's giving you more confidence in the control that you have to then respond, respond to that situation. And that's what builds resilience because then when we're faced with that again, we've kind of already established a new baseline for our stress response. And our body reacts to that or responds to that. Yeah, huge, right? <laughs> Right, we just ran through so many points. I'm like, I get why your guys' programs are weeks and weeks long, right? Because with every single thing you just said could be a whole hour long exercise. So guys, if you're like, if you're loving this and you want more, Teresa, it goes into much more depth <laughs> and, and Emily in their program. So, so go follow them. At the end, we'll tell you how to get in touch. But a couple things you said really resonated for me because I think, especially with pandemic-related stress, and guys, some of you are in, are in situations that are tough and they're not going to change anytime soon. What you can change is your approach to it. And what you must change is your approach to it. Because if you're waking up every day and you feel victimized, you feel like, oh my God, I'm stuck. This is awful. Like that, that will cause chronic issues with your nervous system, with your organs. Having high levels of stress hormones perpetually will make you sicker, right? It weakens your immune system. Yep. So I want you to stay resilient. And part of it is this mindset of like, instead of feeling like you're stressed for a test, you can literally say to yourself, I'm so excited. I'm just really excited. I feel a lot of feelings right now. Yes, like, I'm, I'm yes. Excited. And you might not be, but when you tell yourself that, it creates a shift where you're no longer feeling victimized and you're more like, okay, I'm going to mobilize my reserves for this. Um, so I love that. And that's the difference between somebody who is letting things happen to them and someone who is, is doing something. So on a, on a very physiological level, when you feel like you're fixing a problem, your nervous system remains calm. When you feel out of control, like things are happening to you, it's you stay in fight or flight. And so if you can move into this place of, I'm excited for this test. I studied hard because I was so excited. <laughs> And now I'm really excited to go sit down and take it. It's it's better. Same thing with performances at work. Um, so I love that that sort of like challenge mindset. You sent us so many things there. That I, <laughs> I know, and this is why I love talking to you and working with you because you connect the science so simple. I mean, if we weren't activated in performance in any type, then we would be asleep, right? If we weren't experiencing those nerves or our heart rate beating a little faster than normal. I mean, that might, we're supposed to be feeling that <laughs> to an extent, well, to an extent, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I love, well, and a lot of it, guys, so a lot of my female clients, I've seen them pop in, and I just, I want to talk to you guys for a second, because uniquely, I find um, a lot of my clients tend to report shame around their stress. So here, here's an example, like, I stress out about my work so much, like, it's so stressful for me, I don't get things done, or like, I have to stay up late to do this. And what I don't hear them saying in that conversation is, I really care about my clients and my students. This work is important to me. I spend a lot of time on it, and I do it really well. Those are such different statements than like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out, I work so much. You know, like if you can really own where your purpose and, and your values are coming into play and why you're responding the way you're responding, it's a much more powerful mindset. Yes. Better, yes. Yes, that's like one of these. I, yes, your why it connects you to everything. Yes. So, yeah, I'm sure, like, tell, when you say your why, for anybody who's watching who doesn't know, what do you mean by that? It's your why is your purpose for what you're doing. And to me, it's more powerful than what you're doing and how you're doing it um, because your why connects you to your values and your values drive your behavior. Um, and so if we think about motivation and what motivates you, it that's your deepest and strongest sense of motivation is your why. So if we're not connected to it, if we're unaligned with it, then we're more likely not to engage in something or it's easier to disengage in something. Um, it's easier to fall into the habits that aren't serving you um, versus the ones that are. So I, I mean, I use the simple example all the time of, you know, I'm a morning, I'm a very rigid morning workout person. Um, I know it serves me, even if it's just a 20 minute stretch, um, I have to move my body in the morning. And there are definitely mornings my alarm goes off and I'm like, I really don't feel like doing this. Like it's dark outside, it's cold, I'd much rather be in my bed. But I know my purpose is I feel healthier, I feel stronger, I'm more energized and focused throughout my day. And that's what's important to me. Then I'm like, yep, okay. I connected <laughs> with why I do this in the first place. It's not because, you know, I have to get up at 6 a.m. and I have to, you know, whatever it may be. It's because it's it's truly important to me. And that is my strongest motivator. Your why is your strongest motivator. So do you have, I have a values and vision statement that everybody who fills out my intake fills out. And it takes them through these big long lists and helps them kind of clarify. But do you have tips for people on how to find their why? Yes. Um, so... If you've ever thought, I mean, because I think sometimes it's hard to think about it right off the bat, right? It's like, oh, why do I do this? Well, I don't know. Okay. And that's, I mean, I do it all the time. I ask myself why all the time. So it's about asking yourself the question why. So give yourself, you know, why is it important to you to work out? Or why is it important to you to spend time with your kids between work and dinner? Um, and to make that transition, right? And then ask yourself that same question five or six times. So, well, why is that answer important to me? Well, because I don't get to spend quality time with my kids um, all day long. Well, why is that important to me? And then we get to another deeper rooted answer. Well, why is that important to me? And then we get to this deep rooted value of maybe connection 
and love and gratitude and um, what I, family and perp and whatever that may be. And that then exposes your values and what you're connected to. So just ask by simply asking yourself the question why over and over, kind of until like that light bulb goes off, like, oh yeah, that's why. That's the core of it. And guys, if you're feeling like this is challenging for you and maybe you're somebody who you're feeling kind of stuck, like this is what a performance coach is for, right? Like yes. this is contact these ladies to help you get unstuck. And something sometimes, cause a lot of you, I deal with a lot of, of, of clients who are dealing with mental health. And sometimes when you're depressed, your creativity can get kind of blocked. And so I want you to know, like you can start yourself off by going and finding a value vision statement online, get some examples of what other people are saying. Go look at a list of values and see like, oh, okay, there's integrity and then there's intuition and then empathy and like start to circle the ones that are most important and slowly narrow it down to your top five. And this can be so helpful because like Teresa was saying, this comes into play multiple times a day. Every time you have to make a decision, like your, every decision you make creates the story and legacy of your life. That's how you build your story is by every decision you make. So you need a guide map when you're making decisions and your values are that guide map. So what I have three words that I use anytime I get stuck and I'm finding myself reacting because what I want, if you guys missed it, Teresa said something really, really important a couple minutes ago, which is that you want a space between the stressor and your reaction or response. You don't want to be reacting. You want to be intentionally responding. So she said, take a breath, right? Like you guys will practice when you work with her of how to get into flow. Something that I do is call to mind three of my top values and I'll just say them quickly in my mind. And I'll just say, okay, kind, happy, calm. You know, if, the, if those are my three that year. Uh, yeah, and it helps me remember what's important to me right now. And it, you will be surprised how much it changes your response because so many of us are on autopilot reacting to things. And then what, when that's happening, the external environment has control over you. It has power over you instead of the other way around. Your response is how you take your power back when you have intentional response. Sorry, I got all fired up. I know. Yeah. I know. Like I, you get fired up. I get fired up. Like I'm so passionate about talking about this stuff, but I talk in my hands. They're throwing around. I see you doing the same thing. <laughs> it's fun. Right? You see, it's free. It, it has this shift and guys, this is free for you. Like this mindset stuff, once you can invest and invest in the coaching, but then you don't have to like pay to get a prescription every month to have this keep working. Like it's not a pill, you know, like it's your mind, you own this. Mm -hmm. So it's the best investment you can make. So I want to talk with you a little bit about cleansing our mindset because that, like so many people message me that they're so excited to hear you talk about this. Can you tell us what you mean yeah. by that and how to do it? And that's so cool. I know Emily, I have to give credit to um, Emily, my business partner for coming up with this theme, I guess. So February comes from the Latin word februa. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, which means cleanse. And so she kind of ran with this idea of, well, let's cleanse our mindset this month. And like, what does that mean? And you know, we get caught up. I mean, I just wrote an article about what it means to be fit. And overall, like, it's not just, you know, when you think about being fit, I mean, even for me, sometimes it's like, oh, the first thing that comes to your mind is being physically fit. Um, but I think we all know now, like, it's, it's more than that. It's what you, 
what you're eating and putting into your body, your nutrition, your emotional health, and overall, like your mental well-being and your mental fitness. Um, and so a cleanse is typically thought of, uh, let's get that juice going or, you know, our diet, right? What's the new trend? Um, but it's also important to cleanse our mindset along with that. Because as you know, our, our mind and body work as a system. And so if we're cleansing one aspect of our body, but not the other, we're going to go right back to where we were before. Um, and so this idea of cleansing your mindset, it's actually kind of a, a free program we have going on unintentionally right now through our email subscriber list. Um, and so it's about cleansing is about clearing the toxins. So what toxins are within you right now, mm -hmm. mentally, um, that can be relationships that are not serving you either with others or even with yourself. It can be your sleep patterns and sleep routine. Um, it can be your actual physical fitness routines and your eating habits. And that goes back to the question about like what's serving me. Um, and what we talked about this week was that went out on our email this week. Um, and I'll give you a little exercise here since you know you might have missed it, but it's about your own self-talk and self-judgment and your thoughts and going back and, and Kate, you set us up nicely to talk about, you know, what are you saying to yourself and those thoughts in your head, those words, those phrases, and are they serving you? Um, and I think that's so apparent right now with how we compare ourselves to others. We're mm -hmm. stuck. We're still stuck. Right. Um, there's still a lot of uncertainty. Um, and so that you're, you might be in your head a lot more than you were a year ago or six months from now. And we want to make sure that's productive. And so if we're not bringing self-awareness to that and finding the root of what's not serving us, then we're never going to get to what is and moving in a positive direction. So that's kind of this whole idea of cleansing your mindset. Um, and there's so many different components to that. Um, and so I kind of want to talk about how to do that with your self-talk. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right, so um, if you think about it, we all have this inner monologue, right? This inner voice, it could be your intuition um, or your inner critic, we all have it. And you have to learn what works best for you. So in an athletic context, like I talk about that inner critic as something that's effective or ineffective for you because some athletes or performers might work and operate better with a little harsher of a critic and be a little bit more motivated versus someone who likes a little nicer and uplifting critic. So one, we have to find what works for you. Um, but with self-judgment and your own self-talk, if we're constantly feeding into, oh, I'm stupid, or I'm not good enough, or, oh, like, again, I did this again, that those thoughts become what we then believe. And then what we believe about ourselves becomes who we are, right? We're actually rewiring our brains to think that. Um, so with identifying our thoughts and that inner cr critic, there's kind of like a three-step process. It's about acknowledging, accepting, and taking action. So like the three A's. Um, so the first is about acknowledging that and like talking back to that voice. Um, 
I talk out loud a lot to myself, <laughs> probably because I'm with myself a lot. So, you know, it's okay to talk to yourself because you're talking to that voice inside your head. Um, promise I'm not, I'm not, you know, crazy, but, um, something as simple as being objective. So think about Rand challenge you, those who are listening right now, think about a recent mistake that you made. What was the first thought that came to your head? Right? Like, was it like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I'm so dumb. Or like I said, I'm not good enough, right? Well, was that helpful or was that hurtful? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, so it's not necessarily about fighting that thought, okay? But almost accepting that it happened and then shifting it. And so what I mean by that is acknowledging it. Okay, I hear you thought, and that's unhelpful, so I'm going to move on, right? Or okay, I hear you, not helpful, this is helpful for me instead, right? So just shifting that mindset and, to, and that I'm going to think about something else instead of moving on, that's that action piece, right? So acknowledging, accepting, acting. Um, and it's hard to do that in the moment. And again, if we're not practicing or preparing for those moments, it's not going to become a consistent habit and we're not, and it's not going to become consistently automatic or something that's easy to transition right okay. so like that journal you have I am a big advocate for journals I have tons of them and writing down your thoughts feelings phrases mantras whatever you want um, but a way to kind of acknowledge those thoughts and find what's helpful is at the end of the day or maybe right after you experience that if you can is um, think about like you know, what, what good happened? Or why was that experience just good, right? So if we're doing it at the end of the day, you know, what good happened today, right? So take like 30, like 15 seconds to think about that. Well, how did that make me feel? Um, what did I say to myself afterward or say to somebody else, right? And was that helpful or hurtful? All right, we always want to acknowledge kind of the good and the bad. So what was good? And then maybe something that wasn't so good. Right. Or maybe something that you want to improve on. Well, what did I say to myself during or after that? How did I feel afterward? Okay. And was that and and then that's how we shift into something that we come up with a thought that's more productive. Ah, OK. OK. So at the end of it, you come up with something more productive. And then can you call on that in the future? Is that kind of OK? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tell us. Oh, yeah, so it might be different for different experiences. Um, it might be different for different situations. But I always like to have, like, one or two, especially if you're new to this, like, one or two, like, confidence statements or power statements that you can use in those mo moments, right? So, you know, a common thought that I continue to have sometimes is I'm not good enough, right? That's, like, a normal not a normal, but one that uh, a thought that's unhelpful for me, a common thought. Yes. Um, and so something that I have taught myself and practice is I am capable and this is why I'm capable. Um, yeah. and so that's like a quick and easy one. I am capable. Um, and that's something that I worked into my routines and something that I visualize and I practice in meditation and my breath work. Um, so something as simple as, as a three word 
power statement or confidence statement. Um, I am, or I can, or I will are three different sentence starters that can help you come up with that thought. Guys, oh my God, you're probably all, your hands are- I know, I feel like I'm speaking so much. I'm like, I hope people are writing this down. I <laughs> go back love and watch. This. this is the beautiful thing. It's recorded, right? They can watch it. And I think um, part of what I want you guys to hear at home so the reason that it, it makes sense, right, that you have this sports psychology background, you were an athlete, and something that I think you really, is, is, is like second nature if you're an athlete, but maybe if you've never been athletic, you might not fully understand is that when you are an athlete and you put in the work to train, you just get better. It's a given. Like, if you try to master a skill and you show up every day and you practice that skill, you will get better slowly but surely. If you do not do that, you will not get better. You're not born with these skills, right? You must master them through practice. It is the same thing with your mindset. So a lot of you are allowing your mindset to be controlled by other things, right? You're scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, all of this, like you're intaking a lot of information and you're not really exerting purposeful control over how your mind operates. And this is such a profound shift that you can start to make of just journaling at night, coming up with some I am, I can, I will statements. I love that. Um, and a lot of the work that I do with you guys who are tuning in, some of you know this in my practice, is many of you, if you have a history of trauma or if you're working through some hard relational stuff, I've, we've worked together to help you take a moment, breathe when you're upset, like say it's in, in conversation with someone else. And you can always anchor back to what's true, right? Which is, I care about our relationship. I'm really overwhelmed right now. I need space. And we have people practice this. But I'm realizing now as you're talking, Teresa, that I don't have people do this with their own inner dialogue. And we need to, right? Because right. like how many of us are meaner to ourselves than we would ever let anyone else be mean to us or than we, we would ever be like mean and to somebody else. Yeah, and that's such an important yeah. process. Like the work that you do with your clients and that is so powerful. And just what you said, it's like, would you say that to someone else out loud? Would you say that to your teammate? Would you say that to your significant other? Would you say that to your friend? 99% right. of the time it's no, right? Right. <laughs> so I love that anchor back to like, uh, you can, in those moments, right? There were a couple things that you said that I want to reiterate for people who are listening, right? Which is in the moment, maybe you're really beating up on yourself or you're having some thoughts that just like aren't helpful or productive. They don't motivate you. They don't make you feel better. What you can say it to yourself is, is that hurtful or helpful? Um, and then, so you acknowledge, you acknowledge what's going on. Let's review what you said, acknowledge, accept in action. Mm -hmm. Is that or helpful, right? Yep. Uh, and then give us like two more things that you could say in the moment to kind of revamp. Sure. So then it's accepting that thought, right? Not pushing okay. it away. Cause when we push it, it builds up. Um, so acknowledge, accept the thought. Okay, I hear you. Take action. I move on. I take a breath. I insert my power phrase or power statement. Love that. Okay, so maybe you replace it with something else. That is so great because a lot of us can get immobilized in this sort of analysis paralysis, right? We're caught in our mind. We're limbic looping. We're, we're upset. We're stressed. We're trying to figure it out. And I think a lot of what I see people doing is they don't get to that step where then they take a positive action. Um, so I love this. Okay. 
was that hurtful or helpful? You acknowledge it and then you, you, you do something. You replace it with the I am too. Yep. <gasps> Three A's. Oh my gosh. Okay. I learned so much just now. I know you've got like a million times more than this for people. So can you tell people how they learn more from you, how they get in touch, the types of programs you offer? Sure. I love talking about our programs. Um, and mostly just because we have such a passion for helping people um, and helping people reach their potential and uncovering and unlocking um, all of what they can do. Um, but probably the best way to like connect with us or just see what we're putting out there is to get on our email list. Um, and right now is a really good time to do that because like I said in the, in earlier, we kind of put out this like free little program that has freebies every week with, the theme of cleansing your mindset. So even if you missed this Monday's um, freebie, it's all about cleansing your mind of that self-judgment, we're gonna put them all in together. And that's just like exclusively for our email list. So you'll you'll still get it, it just might not be like this week. Um, so there's three more tiers to that. We're talking about cleansing your sleep routines and like how that affects your mindset. Um, your movement and your like gut health and how that affects your mindset. And then lastly, with that is your relationships. Um, so that's, again, our, our email list is kind of the best way to see what we're putting out. And then, you know, we're really active on Instagram. So our handle summit performance one, um, we're really interactive with people who message us, message us, um, and just want to learn more and reach out to us that way. Um, so I would say those are the two two main ways we also have a youtube channel um which i don't know even if, if i told you that because we haven't put up there too recently but we do have a youtube channel and then kind of like a mini series um like in our igt vid videos that we put up on our youtube channel too um like with a challenge mindset how to adopt that more if you want to learn more about that um and different resources that way yeah Thank you so much because it really like this is such valuable information and I think it's so nice that you guys are sharing this freely and it's also nice guys if you're if you're considering right now you know you need help you're not sure if you need a therapist or a coach you know like go check out Teresa and Emily's content and get a feel for them you already got a really good sense of Teresa's heart and spirit and her intelligence today. And it, you can always message them directly and say, hey, here's what I'm looking for. What do you think? Um, for those of you with kids who are on teams, they are athletes. They're on teams. Like You guys go and give presentations to teams. We do. And help teams. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, we, so, Emily and I work with athletes and performers of all ages. We work with business professionals, educators, anyone in that performance setting. We also kind of have a team of mental health experts that we refer to as well. Um, like I know you two, right? Like we have to have our team of people that we refer to with physical health, physical therapy and personal trainers and mental health and performance coaches. And so I think it's so important that we're connected um, to use those resources for each other. And then we also have those, you know, if anybody has questions of where to go. And it's not, it's for your loved ones too, right? So you might be watching this in the back of your head. You're thinking, I know somebody who could use this. Send them a video on Instagram. It's easy. Ask them if you can sign them up for this newsletter. Um, 
and I want to reiterate, there are some of you who are parenting at home and the, the stresses on you right now are unprecedented. I feel like that was the overused word of 2020 was unprecedented, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, I'm keeping on using it as so true. Like, you cannot be a work from home parent helping your kids on Zoom and a performance coach and a psychologist and a chef and a like a personal shopper and a host house cleaner. Like you can't do it all. Get some extra help. Like a lot of you are coming to me and saying, Hey, I'm here for my own depression, but my kids are, are struggling. Like Emily and Teresa are the perfect people for your kids to work with, especially because you guys are used to working with, with kids, right? Like with, with younger athletes. And so you guys connect with people on a really nice level. So really consider Summit Performance. Everyone who's listening, please consider them to help you with your mindset, with your performance, and with everybody that you love. I can't recommend them enough. Thanks, Kate. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for all this amazing content. I'm going to go rewatch this like, twice. <laughs> and then go journal because I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. So much. And just like 30 minutes. Oh, I love perfect. it. Great. So yeah, we'll do another one maybe sometime soon yeah i mean uh, yeah i love i think we're a good one-two punch i always say that with emily we're a great one-two punch when we do this <laughs> so it's always good to connect what you do to what we do i mean i think it complements us so well i think so yeah, too thank guys, you so much talk? for having me here yeah of course we'll do more let us know guys what you want us to talk about next yeah have a good right, day yeah, see ya